Let's Talk Sports. Sports Phone with Big Al is live on 1061 ESPN. College Hoops got underway last night locally. It's uh, off and running, and of course, the all the way through till, uh, well, I guess the season ends, regular season ends, uh, for most of the colleges around here, the, the 1A uh, FBS, so to speak, colleges end on Saturday, March the 9th, or Sunday, uh, March the 10th which means the tournaments, if you're keeping score at home for college basketball, because there are a lot of college basketball fans here, the tournaments will begin eh, 12th, 13th, or something along those lines, and end on the 16th or 17th. So the NCAA is a late start. The way I read this uh, would be the, the 19th and 20th in your first full weekend where you cut to 32. Uh, then you cut to uh, your Final Four. It looks to me like the Final Four will be April 6th and 8th. Without looking it up, that's the way it looks to me. So it'll be a, a long way to go. At least you, you know. At least we have until uh, March the 9th, or in, in, and then the tournament the following weekend, or the following weekend into the weekend for all of our schools here. Richmond won last night, Hanley over VMI. Uh, Virginia 80 to 50 over Tarleton State. Virginia Tech won. Uh, unfortunately, uh, VCU in the debut of Ryan Odom uh, got beat by McNeese State. And we'll update you on all that uh, as we work our way through the morning. Uh, anyway, I'm Big Al. This is Sports Phone on 1061 ESPN. We're here, we're live, and we're talking sports until 10 o'clock. We have on the other side of the glass Allen in his second day of uh, working behind the glass and did a great job yesterday on his debut. So um, always a good thing there. Uh, and he's off and running. The young man knows what he's doing. Anyway, we have with us uh, Jonathan Cotton's ready to roll. All right, let's get going. Jonathan, good morning. How are you, Hoss? I'm doing well, Hoss. How you doing, Al? <laughs> I'm doing fine, Jonathan Cotton. <laughs> if you recognize that name or voice, you've heard them all around. Uh, it's been... Uh, Opened up originally a, uh, a the Good Feet store, and it was uh, on West Broad Street. It was was past tense across from Barnes and Noble. Now it's moved out to Cabe- you know, the, the shopping center, Cabela's, Wegmans. You've heard of that spot, and it's out on West, still on West Broad, uh, but uh, in the shopping center there. And you'll see his name on the signboard and the whole bit for the Good Feet store. And uh, <laughs> you want to be able to get them walk around and without back pain and foot pain from the feet to the back and on up, uh, it will help relieve pain and recommend if you have.
have those things, stop by the Good Feet store, West Broad Street, uh, right there about at the Henrico County line and the Cabela's and Wegmans and Good Feet in there. Also, boy, they've got uh, Duluth uh, Clothing now, I think it is, in it, Dave? Uh, they're right there on Broad Street. Can't miss them either. So it's a big old, it's not a big shopping center, but it's one that's full of things you want to go see and make sure you stop at the Good Feet store. Uh, a lot of, you now, let, let me ask you this right off the top. You've expanded to, is it 23 franchises now? Yes, Al, it's amazing to think back on it. We started off, uh, you know, 10 years ago. We yeah. were in the, th- the thing of just uh, thinking about uh, launching off into this, and I'd made the decision to, to buy the store there, and we had one one store, one employee, and, <laughs> you know, just hoped that it would uh, we'd be able to, you know, keep the lights on and pay the mortgage and all that kind of good stuff, you know. And, and now, 10 years later, uh, the response from the community has been, uh, incredibly uh, strong, and we are in, uh, very grateful for that. And just can't say thank you enough to all of our customers and the people. The way uh, that our success here in Richmond has really helped us and propelled our our growth from now from Cleveland down to Wilmington, North Carolina, and and uh, we have we do have 23 stores, and we will uh, we're looking at uh, more expansion that will probably mm-hmm. take us over 30 stores and and. Um, in 2024 and and i just you know it, it's just been a fun a fun thing it's been f- a fun ride and it's it's great to be able to engage with people and be in a business that truly helps them and not uh not is adding another problem to their life you know but it's really helping to to deal with issues that, that people have and to do it in a holistic way not having to you know have surgery or have um you know pharmaceutical drugs or anything like that and uh I'm planning to run a half marathon, you know, this weekend, and there's no way that I would stay uh, as active as I have been able to be without good feet art support. So, love it. I know you, you had plantar fasciitis, I believe, at one point, and uh, you, you, you needed something to help get over that, and you you visited, I guess you visited a good feet store, didn't you, back then? And, yeah. And you said, yeah. I liked them so much, I bought these, <laughs> I bought the store, you opened your own franchise. <laughs> oh, what you a know, good... Sometimes, the thing is, Al, some people will say, say you know, kind of, say, is that, is that story really the way that it happened? And literally, literally, the way that it came in in January of 2012, because I had plantar fasciitis, I got the art supports. Our daughter, Kayla, began a very, very difficult health journey. Um, and as a result, I began to run longer mileages. And I say, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, be still and know that I, I'm God. And I'm not sure that I follow that too well because I just began to, you know, more like Forrest Gump, run, Forrest Run or something. <laughs> but anyway, but it was a it was a very much a physical, uh, you know, emotional, spiritual kind of thing to to, to stay active and to deal with the stress, and I ran my first marathon that year and came in, uh, came in in September of 2013, over two uh, to over ten years ago, and told the owner at that time, I've never had a product transform my life like these art supports. And she literally pivoted in the store, turned around, and looked at me, and said, "You want to buy the place?" And that's that's where it all <laughs> that's where it all started. <laughs> you want to um, buy the place? And, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> was that was that already open there on on West Broad when you originally opened it across from Barnes and yeah. Noble the original one? She it was already yeah. open. She was running it and said, "Do you want to buy it?" And you said, "Yeah." Yeah, I, I said, I, you know, and I I came back a week later and I were you really serious about this? Because I went home and told my wife and and uh, Catherine is probably about the most risk averse person that you could have, and for some reason. She took two major risks in her life. One is when, uh, and she said yes to a 19-year-old 
to marry him, uh, who had $150 in his pocket 39 and a half years ago. That was one huge risk that she took. And the, and the second one was 10 years ago when she said, when I came home and told her that, and she said, maybe you ought to check it out, you know. so oh, There you go. That that's, so, that's sort of a nod of agreement right there, I think, when she said, let's check it out. Why you ought to check it out? Yeah, I had a feeling you said you, you, you took two risks, and uh, uh, the, the fact that she uh, married you with $150 in your pocket. Hey, nothing like... I may have been stretching it, too, Al. That may be an exaggeration on that, on my net worth at the time. Did you have 148 in, in foldable cash and $2 in change? Yeah. I didn't but know man, that story. I sofa cushions to find the other, the other $2. You know? check, check underneath your seat of your car, too. Well, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I had not heard that one before. I heard that, that, heard, had not heard that story. Excuse me. I'm stumbling on that one. The uh, and five kids later, right? Yep, five okay. kids, twelve grandkids. We're mm. we're so grateful. And you know, now we have uh, almost two hundred employees, and there's I, I kind of look at them as kind of like extended family. And it's just been so it's been so many fun experiences, so many people in the community. What I wanted to do is to to really you know I, I had uh, I traveled because I had East Coast responsibility at the time, and I. And I had to, you know, travel a lot, and, and I wasn't really connected to the community. And so to be able to be back, and um, and I didn't way, Hal, just to be clear with everybody, um, I didn't have, you know, a ton of money to to just come go go buy a business. I did that by, um, you know, home equity loan and rating a four hundred one k. So I, I kind of <laughs> flew in the face of what uh, what most financial people would say would be the the, the proof to do yeah. and and that's how we that's how we got going. Well, yeah, it really has been so so fun and by the way i gotta take i gotta all these give a plug on this is that the first person who who we went to to do an endorsements was none other than big al that's for sure <laughs> well uh, thank you uh, yeah, we've been doing it ever since i know you have been and it's it, it, i enjoy uh, talking with you i enjoy when i see you uh, i've met all your kids and uh, and it, it's just the phone rang and I picked it up, and you were there. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. But uh, I believe in what you're doing. Uh, you know, I, I can, I'll put in the product. I'll put it in. With, you know, that really supports your arches and that type of thing. And I have neuropathy, and I'm not going to belabor that point. But I'm, you know, just walking in your store what, a year ago, I mean, I could put one foot in front of the other, uh, back to back, which I cannot do normally. And that's just the way life is. It's not, I'm not whining or complaining about it. It's just, that's what it is. And I can't do that without those in my, in my shoes. And it really works. And I just want to let people know, I know my friend Chip went in there and uh, dropped some money and some other folks have been in there, of course, that, you know, and then he's, he was very happy with all the product that he got. So, uh, anyway, it works. And I recommend, of course, uh, boy, I tell you what, I'm impressed that, you know, uh, Mrs. Cotton went along with that. Uh, when you talk about where, you, how it was funded, I mean that is a huge risk of funding uh, from your four hundred one k in a home equity line. Uh, that's impressive, and it's grown to twenty three stores. I guess she's kind of kicked back saying, "Yeah, I gave you good advice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thinks there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, it's all it's all worked out. But, well, uh, no, it's been it's been fun. We had a good time last night. We went up to the. The game uh, yeah. in Charlottesville last night, and uh, that was fun to see. Fun to kick off uh, basketball season and see the new iteration of uh, the Virginia Cavaliers. So that that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, and you look at the box score and you recognize, uh, you know, three in the in the middle uh, with Beekman and Dunn and. Uh, 
from Polka, West Virginia. I know his name. I can't remember it. Isaac McNeely. Yeah, yeah McNeely. That's uh, you recognize those three. Most of the rest. Now I saw Bond the third came off the bench and had twelve points, nine rebounds. I think it was in about sixteen minutes. So he was the one of the four that were was redshirted, or two of them were one left, of course, and he was the uh, a redshirt who was with the team last year but didn't play. But that was his debut, and he did pretty darn well. It sounds like. Yeah, he he certainly did, and Leon uh, Bond is just he is an exceptional basketball player and just an exceptional young man. When any time that that I've been with him over the last year, if you try to 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 hold the door open and let Leon go first, he will absolutely refuse. I mean, he just he you know everything is Mister Cotton and and all this kind of stuff, and and uh, and that's just kind of who he is, and and he's just just the most pleasant uh, um, young man that you'll meet. Watching him in practice, uh, he is he is a he's a baller. I mean, he can take the ball to the hoop in a very strong way. And he showed that last night, especially on one where uh, Andrew Rohde, uh took a shot and it came off the rim, and and uh, they didn't they didn't uh, box uh, Leon out, and he took it with all in one motion, one hand, and <laughs> and uh, you know dunked it. But uh, he just he he gets it. He he really has embraced. Tony Bennett's system. I think redshirting last year was very hard. He said, "You know, uh, in high school, you're used to always being the best person in the gym anywhere you go, and and then all of a sudden you come and 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 coach wants to redshirt you, and it's just like, wow, you know, that that's that's really really hard." And um, but uh, he did well. Dante Harris, uh, Coach Bennett has said, is maybe quicker than uh, than Kihei. Which is quite a statement for for Coach Bennett to to uh, kind of give that type of assessment of him. But you people saw that last night. He's lightning quick and has incredible um, acceleration. So I think he's going to help on defense. And of course, uh, Beekman and and uh, and Ryan Dunn. People saw got glimpses of him last year. But then right. Isaac McNeely. The thing with uh, with Isaac, and of course we're. Uh, Working with Isaac, and he's uh, he has really enjoyed uh, wearing the Goodfeet Arch support tennis shoes and that kind of thing. And uh-huh. says uh, he, he says that coming through playing high school basketball and an AAU, he would get uh-huh. back to the uh, to the hotel and his heel would be hurting. And they he and his dad would try to work it out, and they could never figure out anything. And he said since he's been using uh, Goodfeet Arch supports, that heel pain is gone. Uh, which is fun, and it's so it's fun to have him uh, be be able to be a brand ambassador for us. But in getting to know Isaac, one of the things, one practice I was at a couple of months ago, uh, and uh, you know Tony Bennett was very very intense, and you see Tony Bennett in a news conference, he's very kind of very, you know, just seems very calm and everything like that. You see him in practice, and he's going to be very very different. But his intensity was focused on on uh, Isaac McNeely, and he was just saying, "Isaac, you got to step it up. You've got to you've got to take the ball. You've got to shoot. You've got to be more assertive." And in talking to him later, he said, "You know, that's coach. He said he's going to be very intense, but he's never personal about it. But the intensity is all around, uh, which is is so funny to think about recruiting a shooter, and then the coach having to say." You got to shoot. You know, but that, 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 that's not that's not a typical thing, you know. But it's because that's reflective of Isaac's character. He's a very extremely humble young man, mm-hmm. and and so the coach, uh, to, uh, 
Tony Bennett has to light a fire on him to get him to shoot the ball. Uh, how often does that happen? <laughs> Not very. Hey, we need to take a pause and hear from our fine sponsors like you who've been with us for 10 years, and we thank you for the partnership that you've carved out with us all these years. Uh, we'll take a pause and return. You can stay with us a few more minutes, can't you? Absolutely. All right. Stay with us. Jonathan Cotton, a huge UVA fan and supporter of Virginia uh, basketball. And uh, even went to, flew up by himself for the final four minutes. Minnesota, I believe, was it not? In uh, 2019 to watch the Cavaliers win the national title. All right. We'll take a pause and return. Jonathan Cotton will stay with us and uh, talk a little bit more about Virginia basketball. Touch on football if you like. And, and if not, we'll just uh, talk about uh, basketball. And I got one thing I want to throw at you when we get back uh, from hearing from our fine sponsors right here on 1061 ESPN. I'm Big Al. You're listening to Sports Phone. Alan is on the other side of the glass. Stay with us. And we don't want anyone to forget. We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon, as well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast here on your home for sports in the River City. 1061 ESPN Richmond. Traffic reports on 106. A couple of things real quick. We'll be at uh, Augusta tomorrow. I know it's the second Wednesday, but I could not be there last Wednesday uh, attending a funeral this past Wednesday. So we'll be Augustus tomorrow. Come on out and see us from noon to one in Harris Square Shopping Center, Bell Creek Road in Mechanicsville, number one. Number two, I want to throw this to Jonathan Cotton. Two things. Uh, JMU beat number four Michigan State last night up in East Lansing. Did you see that? Wow. How yeah. I, I did. I just saw the score. I didn't see the game, but I uh, yeah. it, that was that was so good to see. I'm not a Michigan State fan at all, so I'm yeah. uh, uh, it, it is it's great to, to see that upset for sure. There you go. Uh, yeah. First one of the yeah, year. There, there were different struggles. I'm sorry? I said there were some different struggles last night. Uh, actually, uh, uh, UNC did not have a cakewalk against Radford. I mean, they pulled away in the second half, but they, they really they really struggled with them there for a little bit. Yes, so. they did. I noticed that, and I, I was very much pulling for – it was the Citadel, as you say, right? Uh, did they, did, I'm sorry? No, UNC and Radford. Radford, that's what it was. Radford, I'm sorry. Yeah. Citadel played yeah. someone else in the ACC. I don't recall. I was looking at the scores. But, yeah, they, uh, Radford gave them uh, all they wanted there in the first half. Uh, this is something I wanted to say. That I, th- I liked. Uh, I saw this stat, and I really liked it a lot. You know, it wasn't that Beekman had to play second fiddle to Clark, but Clark had been there. This was his fifth year. He was the you know he was the guy that threw the rope that to, to Diakite, as we all know, and got the tie against, I think it was, what, Purdue, and got him into the Final Four. But, anyway. Anyway, uh, Beekman last night, and I love this stat, seven assists, no turnovers. Absolutely. I love uh, that. He, he's just, and, and the thing about it is, Al, with all the things that he – his resume, and he still doesn't get the respect from a lot of the national, uh, you know, sports commentary, you know, commentators and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, you know, as far as their predictions. And, and that. T- if you see him last night, he's just constantly disrupting. He's constantly – a burr in the saddle of the uh, of the opposing team, and he's such an intriguing guy to watch because he almost looks like when you're when he's walking across the court or something as as uh, during a, a break in the action, he almost kind of looks like he's sleepwalking a little bit, you know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of comes this acceleration, this intensity that's just incredible to watch, and um, so it, it, it it'll be really really fun. Hopefully, he can stay. Healthy, hopefully all the guys can stay healthy and just see yes. um, the team comes together. One thing about the, this team that I believe, uh, the, the chemistry and the connection of these guys, it is just top-notch. And so they've got some things they're going to have to address. They, they, the 
you know, the size on the inside is a problem. They've got to do. They got to shoot better than sixty-two percent from the foul line. That's for that. That's for sure. Uh, once they get into ACC play, because uh, they're going to have to offset the lack of of size with being able to to shoot the three, and then when they get to the line, to be able to to, to execute there. But um, I think they showed last night that they can they can hit those. Um, you know the, the, those threes, and and that'll be very very important to to be able to create the spacing that they need against, uh, particularly when you start going up against the Dukes and other the other teams. Yeah, in the yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, the big hoss for Flippo for the Duke. I mean, he's what six eleven, I believe, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yep. Uh, last night they were twenty four of thirty nine from the stripe, which is you say a sixty a six six one five uh, percentage from the foul. I got to do better than that. You said one thing I want to ask you. Now, Harris is the guard transfer from Georgetown, correct? Yes. All right. I, I like what I see on the on the stat line here, too. He uh, he only took three shots, made one, but he got to the line eight times. And yeah. he's a point guard, correct? Yes. All and, right. So uh, he's penetrating and getting fouled. Yeah. And no, that's, I, I, I like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was actually and, – and when he played at Georgetown, uh, not – um, it, in uh, let's see, was I think that would have been in 2021. He was uh, the Big East uh, MVP of the Big East tournament, and um, so you know he's played at a high level, yeah. and he's had he has some some really really good experience. Uh, he wanted to come and play for Tony Bennett. The culture, um, incredible backstory. He lost his mom mm. when he was um, 15 years about 15 years old, oh. and. Uh, and he just, uh, but but at, at 15 years old, here's what he did. He picks up his Bible and says, "I want to understand. Um, I want to understand how the, you know, what 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 it means in the world, you know." Mm. That's a, that's a sad yeah. story. I mean, it's a good story in, in that he found that, but it's so sad at 15 he loses his mom. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. I, but he's, he's, yeah. he's encountered a lot of adversity, and what attracted him about. Uh, Tony, Tony Bennett was the culture. And Al, Al, I want to say one other thing, too, real quick, because I do want to touch on football. And, uh, you know, it's, we're coming up on a year since that incredible tragedy uh, in, that occurred in, in Charlottesville when the three players were killed. And, um, you know, it, it, last Saturday was a tough game, probably the toughest game of the season for the football team. But, uh, you know, the, the work that's being done by Tony Elliott and the team there, it's also a culture-building uh, endeavor, and I, I think that it's just uh, from my perspective. I'm just a huge supporter of Tony Elliott, uh, and it's I believe football has some <laughs> bigger challenges in a lot of ways than basketball does to do that because you've got just you know more moving parts, more players, and everything else. But in in spending time talking to the players there, they support him uh, fully, and uh, I believe that he's, he's building something that's going to be, in the long run, is going to be a, a strong program there. But uh, uh, it'll. I just hope that they can have uh, – that's going to be a huge challenge on Thursday night going against Louisville and then mm-hmm. come back and play Duke and yeah. uh, and, and Tech. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a um, – it, it's that, that win at Carolina was just so huge, uh, just incredible uh, moment there for the, the program given all the adversity that they've – Experience. November the 13th, which is Monday next week, it was a Sunday, of course, last year. 
and uh, it is a tragedy. And I have John, uh, John Freeman on about every other week, uh, the voice of the Cavaliers, as you know. And uh, I told him, I think it was last week, I said, listen, Virginia's improving. I mean, they go to Carolina and win. They go to Miami and, and has to go to over, they have to go to overtime to lose. And, and then the games over the, the Boston College and the NC State were the three-point games, the one point against Madison. And I, I just said to, I said to John a week, I guess last week, I said, yeah, you're getting better. They're getting better. And of course, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, it was uncorked last week uh, what happened, uh, of course, uh, last week when they lost 40, what, 45-17 at Georgia Tech. You're going to have setbacks when you're a growing team like that. You're going to have games where you've got everything going for you, going into it, the momentum, even though they've had a loss at Miami. Uh, you say, okay, well, we're getting there. And then you have a game like that, and you say, wait a minute, are we, are we not where we think we are? Uh, you're close to where you think you are. And then Louisville's going to be a tough game, Coach. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. Uh, Duke and Virginia Tech are at home, and you hope for the best. Yeah, no, there's no question it will be very, very tough. But, you know, by definition, implicit in the word setback is proof that there's been prior progress. Yes. You can't have a setback unless you've had uh, progress already. Yes. And so, um, so you know, that that's the thing to look at and – uh, Tony Elliott is um, is just a, you know, he I believe he was the right man for the right job for for this job at the right time because uh, the way that he has he has uh, you know encouraged the team and and uh, helped them during this time of just just unspeakable adversity yeah. is uh, uh, is incredible to watch. So I'm glad to be part. Uh, love being with you this morning thanks for making the time and uh, we invite people to come out and see us at the good feet store uh we love it and we appreciate your support and the way that you have uh, really helped us in our growth al thank you so much well, for that thank you for the opportunity and thanks for partnering up with us uh, uh you know it's it, i will want i do have one more question for you um it, it give us two things quickly if you if you got a moment uh give us yeah. the exact address you know in, in your in your spot you say in in the same uh, shopping center same uh, as uh, wegmans and cabela's and everybody knows what it is but give us the exact address i've said right there at the henrico uh, goochland line just about in henrico on broad street but give us the exact address if you would well, the big thing, Al, is just stop talking about Barnes & Noble, and that'll help people oh. keep from being... Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> Referring to your first store, I know I said that. They're going to come looking for you now. Yeah. <laughs> Wegmans West and Cabela's. Broad, <laughs> West Broad Marketplace, the 12276 West Broad Street. Does anybody even use an address anymore? Yeah. They just put it in Google, you know. But, uh, but uh, West Broad Marketplace, uh, 12276 uh, West Broad Street, right there with... Uh, Wegmans, Cabela's, uh, Burlington, and uh, yes. Duluth Trading, all that uh, there. So we'd love to have them come out, and uh, we'll have some news, you know, hopefully uh, uh, soon about another location in Richmond. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep you updated on that. Well, if you would, text me or call me when, or email me when, when that one opens so I can say something on the air about it. I'd like to do that. You can say something. Well, we're going to have you, you know, just be out <laughs> leading the parade on it, brother. Well, if, if, you, if it's in Florida and you got to fly me, no problem, Hoss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, Virginia plays Florida in basketball on Friday, uh, the 10th, and that is uh, – where now, that game is not at home. That's on a neutral site, I believe, real quick, right? Yeah, that's in, that's in Charlotte, and a lot of people are, are – uh, you know, I saw one uh, – uh, you know, prognosticator, you know, have projecting uh, Florida as a potential 
Final Four, um, you know, team, and uh, you know that's that's a way early predict- prediction there. But it's definitely going to be a switch from Tarleton State at JPJ to playing Florida in Charlotte. That's for sure. So that'll be a big, big, uh, uh, a big shift. It, it will be. Virginia had twenty-seven votes in the others receiving votes in the preseason poll. Florida had two. Probably, uh, probably there are a couple of uh, Gainesville uh, writers that uh, put those up there. But uh, anyway, so you know they're good. They are good, as you yeah. mentioned. Anyway, thank you for your time. As always, enjoyed talking to you. I hope uh, Virginia, Virginia can shock the college football world with a win over Louisville Thursday night out there in Louisville. Thank you, to Jonathan Cotton, Goodfee Store. From one, there are many twenty-three franchises now. Congratulations on your continued success. Thank you, Al. Always appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jonathan Cotton. Appreciate him stepping by and spending a few minutes with us this morning to talk about Virginia basketball. He's a huge supporter of Virginia basketball and football. And his uh, good words about Tony Elliott, and then of course Tony Bennett and the and the Virginia Cavaliers with their eighty to fifty win over Tarleton State last night out of Texas, and then this uh, this Friday playing Florida in down in Charlotte. So that'll be a big that'll be a test. That'll be a, this is, that was a warm up game. Now comes a test, and then uh, hopefully Virginia can win at Louisville on Thursday night. That's a tall order. You saw what they did to Tech thirty four to three. And again, the address is 12276 West Broad in the uh, shopping center with uh, West Broad Marketplace with uh, Cabela's. And um, uh, I said it a hundred times. Oh, uh, what, what is the grocery store? Why am I dropping this out of my mind? Wegmans. Thank, thank you, Alan. Uh, pick up the ball when I fumble. I appreciate that. Anyway, we'll take a pause right here. It's 832. And uh, don't forget, where Gus's tomorrow. It's an even Wednesday, but we'll be there tomorrow. Uh, we've got a lot to cover. Uh, Chase Young has said he's happy to be with a win- with uh, around a bunch of winners. He will return to uh, FedEx Field on December 31st when the Niners pay a visit to play the Mule Skinners or the Red Redmanders, as I think Johnny Ose called them yesterday. I like that name, Red Manders. So anyway, let's take that pause. We shall return. Don't touch the dial. Give us a call and talk about what you'd like to in the world of sports. Uh, college football, pro football, pro basketball is underway. College basketball, pro basketball. Now college basketball has tipped off. And again, the winners last night were uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Richmond won of uh, the big four that we follow in VCU. Uh, unfortunately, got beat by McNeese State, but uh, they have a very good coach there and Ryan Odom, and will rebound from that. And uh, I'm sure they'll have a very good season when it's all tied up by March the 9th. All right, take that pause here from our fine sponsors and return right here on 1061 ESPN. You're listening to Sports Fun. I'm Big Al. And Alan is on the other side of the glass, and he spells it correctly. A-L-L-E-N is uh, we both share the same first name. And i got to come up. A nickname hadn't hit me yet, but we'll get one. You'll get one. Robert the Bruce was immediate. Alan's a little tougher name to give a nickname to. Although I have had a lot of people call me lots of nicknames like Big Ugly, Big Dope, Big Idiot, Big Stupid, Big Oaf, things like that. Things that don't won't hang on you. Anyway, we'll take that pause now and return. Stay with us. SBN Weather. All right, good Tuesday morning to you. Partly sunny today. A little bit breezy with a high of around 78. 50 and clear tonight. Tomorrow we'll have a front coming through tonight, so a little bit cooler will drop just into the upper 60s under mostly sunny skies. And that is your forecast from CBS 6, the Weather Authority. I'm meteorologist Tom Patton. Have a great Tuesday. Your home for the Dallas Cowboys all season is 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and & Go.
right here. We're live and we're talking sports. We can do it till 10 o'clock. Uh, tomorrow we have Averett and Hobgood on with us tomorrow, 9 to 10, talking basketball and uh, the games from last night and then going forward as well. And uh, on Thursday at 9, we'll have Hobgood on uh, by himself and sponsored by uh, Schilling Esposito. He'll be on with us probably through about the first uh, Thursday in December as we head into the – he talks football, you know, for that. For Man, we talk a little bit about everything Hobbo and I do, but uh, it is a, a lot to do with football, and that'll be heading into the uh, that weekend into the conference championship game. So, anyway, there you have it. Uh, we'll be at Gus's tomorrow. I want to mention that because a number of times because we're not there normally on a second – Wednesday of the month. Excuse me, we are because of a funeral I had to attend last week on Wednesday, and I, uh, my father-in-law and I could not. You know, I, I want to go to the funeral of my father-in-law, but uh, I, you know, wasn't there. And Scott understood, and so we're going to be there tomorrow, November the eighth. Come on out to Gus's Italian Cafe and Sports Bar. It's in the Hanover Square Shopping Center on Bell Creek Road in Mechanicsville, and it will we'll have a good. Time, no question. All right. Uh, we have a gentleman on. Who do we have on with us? Robert's on with us. Robert, good morning. Robert? We lost him. All right. Well, feel free to call back. Feel free to give us a call back, Robert, if you like, and talk a little sports with us. Um, we're wrapping up some college football uh, as far as Division Three, and it's the you know the, the game, the big game this weekend finds um, uh, locally Hampton Sydney at Randolph Macon. That's a big game, and that'll be at Randolph Macon up in Ashland. Uh, that's that's good. I mean, that's you know, listen. Those guys are playing football for fun. They they're not getting nil money. They're not transferring in portals. These guys are. Uh, good football players, not good enough to play, obviously, Division One, but they're real good. They play with a lot of heart, want to, and pride for their schools. Hampton City Tigers visit the round making Yellow Jackets this Saturday, 1 o'clock, up in the center of the universe, Ashland, Virginia. Uh, the Hokies are playing, of course, noon on Saturday, and they're at Boston College. They need a win. Uh, Hokies need a win. They're 4-5. and five. they got to get two more wins. The Hokies do. Uh, that's just a, a natural fact. Uh, they get to get to six wins and get to a bowl game. And Virginia plays at Louisville, uh, Louisville at seven thirty on Thursday night. That's you know that's that's a Thursday game. It's gonna be tough for Virginia. No, no other way to put it. Uh, Bill, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Al. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Sorry to hear about the problem in your family there, buddy. Well, thank but, you. Uh, l- listen to you every day. Enjoy everything that you do. And uh, looking forward to seeing you at Gus's tomorrow. Well, thank you, sir. We'll be there tomorrow. I hope your crew will be out. Your 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 table of uh, it can be anywhere from about five to nine uh, or ten exactly. sometimes. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, always good to see all you guys, Guy Davis and yourself and and Ron Pomfrey and Bubba Crone and and uh, others. I'm I'm not mentioning. You start mentioning names, you get yourself in trouble because you you don't remember everybody. Doug Hunt comes out when he can, and just it's a it's a good yeah. crowd. Y'all do yeah. a, it's just it's just fun. Charlie Dog, you know, don't forget Charlie. Charlie Dog, he's a good guy that comes out there. So, and I know I'm forgetting a couple, but I apologize to That's them. Okay. 
Anyway. That's okay. I we, I did want to mention uh, to you, uh, maybe uh, everybody knows Bubba Crone. Uh, see if we everybody can offer up some prayers for him. He's in a hospital right now, uh, suffering from COVID. Oh, from COVID? Oh, Lord. Yeah. We, uh, six of us, three guys and... The three girls went to Myrtle Beach last week, and Bubba came. Bubba and his wife Nancy both came back with uh, COVID. So, anyway, yeah, I know Bubba has a lot of friends out there. So yes, and he's at Regional Memorial right now. Oh my, no visitors. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to let you know. Well, thank you. Bubba Crumb's a, a fine man. And uh, he, he is. is, and I uh, hope, I don't know if you can talk to him or you do talk to him. If you do, please give him my regards, and I wish for his uh, speedy recovery and back at Gus's uh, one more time before the right. month is over. So I hope he's doing exactly. well and uh, he, you know, giving him the proper treatment that Bubba Crone can walk out of there when he's ready to go. Exactly. Well, most of the information I get is from his wife, Nancy, because... Like I said, uh, no visitors, no phone calls, ah. uh, anything like that. So, nope. Anyway, uh, they're taking care of him. He's, right. he's going to bounce back. He's well, a tough old bird. <laughs> He's known a, each other since we were about ten years old. He is a tough old bird. The uh, well, yeah. of course, I, I don't know if I say. I mean, I gotta say, God Davis. He's a he's a good contact, and he comes out every week too. Oh, yeah. We're there just most about every yeah. week. Uh, and, and so, uh, I hope God Davis. He, he sometimes brings Red Booker, and I hope Red can come tomorrow as well. Yeah, yeah, so, me too. Right. Well, anyway, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, buddy. All right. uh, Red Dog. Is Red Dog still with us? He says he's been cut off a couple times. He's trying to get through Red Dog. Is he with us now? Yes, sir. Oh, hey, Red. Hey, yeah. How you doing there, Red Dog? Thank you. So, so two things I want to address. One, man, there's been a... There, oh. Wait a there's never... Right, go ahead. There's never been a better time to be a James Madison dude. Yeah, you know, I mean, when I saw that, I thought, boy, this is great. They beat Michigan State and then the football. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, to have football doing what it's doing, go to the fourth-ranked team in the country yeah. and beat them in overtime on their floor. Yeah. Now, I'd, I'd see where um, Madison was the preseason pick to win the Sun Belt in basketball. Yeah, I saw that. I was surprised. And the the funny thing is, I believe I saw they have a guy named, I could be wrong, I think his name is Terrence Edwards. And he was like the preseason Sunbelt Player of the Year. He had 24 points last night, so he definitely lived up to that billing. Ooh, yeah, um, so. so now, of course, I could not call without addressing the shellacking that took place at the Seagull Center last night. Uh, I'm waiting to hear from Larry. You know, Larry's been, you know, oh, you know, uh, but, well, you know, what's his name was terrible. You know, uh, <laughs> Rhodes was terrible. Blah blah blah. But you know, Odom's gonna be fine. But go ahead. No, well, I'm actually going to try to put a positive spin on this, right. which, which we know me, this probably won't go real smoothly, but, but I'm going to try. Now, two years ago, BCU paid Wagner and Middle Tennessee to come to the Seagull Center and kick their teeth in, and they went to the NRT. Last year, we paid a dreadful Jacksonville University team to come in, completely blow BCU up, and BCU went to the NCAA tournament. So, if you're looking for a positive spin, there's still a lot of season left. A lot of good things could happen. And last night probably should just be viewed as what has now become the annual who will cash our check while beating our brains in Gallo event. <laughs> oh, God.
Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a good yeah, take it positive that's a good spot positive spin, yes. Yeah, so so I'll try it. So there's a lot of season left. I mean, it's not like we haven't been down this road before. And uh and we've survived it in, in ended the season doing some good things. And and look, it it can only get better. There's absolutely no way it could get worse after what I saw last night. So Hang in there, Ram Nation. Yeah, yes. One game, they're 29 left plus the conference tournament. They'll be fine. They got a good coach. Ryan Odom's a good coach. He wouldn't be there if he wasn't. I, I agree totally. So I just wanted to hit you with that. I'm at work, so I got to run, but um, Rams will be fine. Rams will be fine. Hey, uh, Red Puppy. Yes, sir. You got something, time I can ask you a question? Uh, you get three nominees for for MVP and all the other awards that they hand out in uh, in baseball. You get three guys named as the finalists. Why why was Matt Olson not in there? Uh, it, you know, of course, Acuna's at the top, and, and then uh, Betts and Freeman. Now, this guy had what fifty some homers, one hundred and four thirty RBI. He raised his average from two thirty to two eighty. Uh, the guy led the majors in RBI and home runs. The majors, not just the National League, the majors, and yet he doesn't make it the final three. And I, I just uh, he should have been on the ballot there for the final three. I, what do you think? No, the first thing I'm going to ask you is because I didn't realize they'd released this. Yes. And this this sounds like something new. I, all I ever remember in the past is people just telling you who the winner was. And then you would see the number of votes the other people got. I, I never – is this is this something new where they, they're trying to make a circus out of it and, and hey, it's down to these three – we try to get everybody on pins and needles before we announce it kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. I, that's, that's what it boils down to, is that type of thing. Everybody else announces nominees. I, I, I think it's fairly new. It's not brand new, but I think it's fairly new. I mean, that that's, you know, that's... Okay, so, so we're saying the top three are Acuna, Betts, and Freeman? Yeah, and those, those are the top three. Okay, and I'm going to assume Olsen was probably fourth. I, I would not look at this as a slight of Olsen, personally. I would look at it as the other three really have a lot going for them in the seasons they had. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. If, if, if Olsen, Olsen, I know we all get caught up in the home runs and RBIs, and, and, and he led them both. Yeah. If the guy bet, if the guy bets two eight and two ninety eight, he probably is in that. But I, I'm thinking he betted two sixty something. Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, you talk about Olson. Yes. Uh, he caught me with my hand in the old jar here. Hang on, I'm looking. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think he batted closer to 280, 270 something. I believe I can go back here and look. I'm looking at home runs right now, and I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. 283. Uh, Allen found it. He batted 283. And he did it with uh, 54 home runs and 139 RBI. The second in RBI was were 21 back Alonzo. So he dominated. 54 home runs. Schwarber had 47, but he hit like a buck 97 all year. The Mendoza line. So I just don't understand well why Olsen would not be there. 283, 54 taters, 139 RBI. A Freeman batted 331, but his RBI total and his home run total wasn't anything near. I know there's more to baseball than that. Freeman. Did was second in hits behind Acuna with two eleven, but still, you know, uh, Betts is not up there in the top five in, in batting average or hits or home runs or RBI. 
I just, uh, you know, I'm disappointed Matt Olson didn't get there. And I think it's a slight. I disagree with you. I think it's a slight. Well, no, 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 no. He batted 283. I was trying to figure out why he wasn't in it. And, and I, I assumed because I wasn't sure of his average, maybe that was the factor. No, if he batted 283 with 50 some home runs and led the league in RBIs, he should have been a top. Led player. the majors in home runs and RBI, and he outscored the bets and runs 127, 126, Freeman at 131. So he's up there with those guys in other categories. In slugging, he was he was fourth. Uh, you know, and Betts was fifth. So I, I don't get it. Anyway, we got to get to a pause. We're running really late Hi, because I'm talking to it. Hey, hope you come to Gus's tomorrow. Thank you. Hi, boss man. Thank you. Right, see, we'll take a quick pause. My fault. We ran a little late. Stay with us. Have come to the wrong place. Matt Josephs isn't mincing words. He's a coward. We can no longer call him River Bogron. And while he may believe in luck, of course there are things that you got lucky about. He's here to tell you what you need to hear. Weekday afternoons from three to four on 1061 ESPN Richmond. Traffic reports on 106. We're here live and talking sports. Yeah, that was a, you know it's a good thing that uh, uh, question that that uh, Red Dog brought up about baseball. I believe it was. I think he brought it up, didn't he? Uh, and and yeah, you look at, I mean, yeah, they just also just had a, a tremendous year, and he doesn't get voted the top three in the National League for MVP. I mean, Betts had a good year. Freeman had a good year. But overall, I mean, I just look at Olsen, what he did. And to me, it's just a, it's just a better year. Better year. Uh, with his run scored, his R, and I, 283 average, that's above the average of base, all baseball players. I mean, he's above average in batting at 283. These days, that's not uh, such a shaggy dog. And he had the 54 homers, 139 RBI. I mean, his RBI was, you know, jeez, uh, 21 better than his closest competitor. You know, that's amazing. Uh, that's, I mean, this is, the, this is all majors. This isn't, this isn't just National League. I mean, uh, Houston's Kyle Tucker was third in RBI behind Alonzo. Now, uh, four of the top five are National Leaguers, but Olsen led the parade. Home runs and RBI and all that. Anyway, I just think he he deserved. Now, Cunha to me is the hands on hands down uh, MVP of the National League, leading in hits, second in batting average, uh, three thirty seven on base percentage. He led the majors in hits, two seventeen. Led the majors in on base percentage, or rather, healthy four sixteen. So you know, slugging percentage. Olson was third. Acuna was fourth. Uh, you look at on base plus the slugging. Otanye led with 1.066. Uh, Acuna, 1.012. And right behind him, Matt Olson. And then right behind him is Betts. You know, see, Fred, I mean, Olson's name shows up in other categories. You know, the run scored, like I said. You know, Freeman led in doubles. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> Acuna stolen bases. And one 20 game winner, Strider, for the Braves. No one else had more than 17. Zach Gallon of Arizona. At 17. Baseball ain't what it used to be. The year the Orioles uh, had four 20-game winners <laughs> in one season. 
Oh, well. Uh, we're running out of time for the first hour. Give a call. Uh, what shot does Virginia have a beat in Louisville? <laughs> Do you think in the uh, uh, in the game Thursday night at Louisville, Louisville come in maybe a little over overconfident? They beat Tech thirty four to three. Virginia's coming off a spanking of their own forty five seventeen loss at home to Georgia Tech. Uh, anyway, it's uh, Tech needs a rebound against Boston College, no question about that. All right, we'll take a pause. We shall return right here, 1061 ESPN. We've just got about 15 seconds left. Tech after BC plays uh, at home versus NC State. And then Virginia on the road. They need two wins. They need two to get to six. Stay with us. This is Sports Run. I'm Big Al. Allen on the other side of the glass. Let's get 